How I Became a Patent Attorney. Brought to you by Cartmills and Ransford, this is Discover IP, the podcast where we bring you insights into the patent profession so that you can understand if it might be the career path for you. I'm Ben Chapman, a patent attorney at Cartmills and Ransford, and today I'm joined by my colleague, Ismail Kamani, who's a trainee patent attorney. Today, we'll be delving into what key transferable skills you might have picked up from an undergraduate degree, which are useful as a patent attorney. We'll also be discussing the reasons why it might be the job for you. So, Ismail, welcome to the show. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me. So, just to start off with, Ismail, how long have you been working IP? And could you just let us know what you do here at Cartmills? So, I've been at Cartmills now for just over one and a half years, training as a patent attorney in the engineering and tech practice groups. That involves working under the various partners and senior associates in the group to work on a range of IP and patent-related matters for an array of clients. And um, you joined Cartmills as a graduate, Ismail. What was your undergraduate degree in? Prior to entering the profession, I studied electrical and electronic engineering with management at Imperial College London, which covered a range of electrical and electronic subjects from macro, large-scale electrical energy systems down to the intricacies of semiconductor devices. Great. So, um, I mean, what did you like about your degree, Esmail, to start off with? I think for me, um, I quite enjoyed the fact that the degree spanned a wide range of subject matter. Um, So, like I said, we started um, in our first two years with a broad foundation of of power systems, semiconductor devices, electrical circuits, and the more mathematical and technical side of things, such as control systems uh, and, you know, image processing. Um, And so for me, that variety, that variety is something that I quite enjoyed. Um, be exposed to all different types of applications uh, and uses of, of sort of core electronic and electrical principles. And on the other hand, what were what were some things that you didn't like about your degree? I think one of the realizations that I had was that while I enjoyed studying um, and learning about the various uh, topics that existed within the space, um, I wasn't so keen on on some of the more tedious and sort of uh, repetitive lab work. Uh, and I felt like I had more of an interest in working in the commercial and business space. Um, having studied management alongside uh, electrical and electronic engineering, I had developed an appreciation for the sort of commercial context, uh, for the business context. So I think for me, a balance of those two streams uh, was what I was looking for in a career. And so how did you hear about patent law as a career specifically? So I think for many people, university is very much a time of discovery. It's about understanding what motivates you, what understanding what interests you, perhaps recognising what skills you have and that you hope to develop, and perhaps understanding what sort of lifestyle you want whilst working. Um, and so for me, my discovery of the profession and the industry more generally was primed by these questions, because I think like a lot of people who enter the profession, I wasn't particularly aware um, of the profession and the industry um, that much during my time at university. I think the first of the questions that I asked myself were, what were the skills that I gained during university um, that I wanted to continue to apply and utilize in my career? So these weren't exclusively skills that I'd gained in my academic course of study, but also skills that I developed more generally uh, through being involved in societies and whatnot. So that's interesting you say that, Ismail. What, what sort of skills were they that you felt you picked up from university that you wanted to develop? So I'd say one of the key skills that I'd, I'd picked up at university that I wanted to continue to use was that of my problem-solving skills. I liked the fact that I could take in various inputs uh, and analyse sort of certain contexts uh, and make informed decisions about how to sort of proceed with a particular uh, case or 
or, or sort of problem. Um, so in that sense, I wanted to be able to apply myself critically um, in a manner that allowed me to think laterally uh, and solve problems in the real world. Hmm. Another thing that I wanted to continue to use was my technical analysis skills. Um, I quite enjoyed studying circuits while I was at university, exploring large-scale electrical systems. And so for me, being able to continue to do that in some capacity was quite important. Another skill that I was quite keen to develop was that of my written communication. While we did a bit of technical writing and report writing during my time at university, I was also quite keen to venture into the space of persuasive reasoning and laying out arguments. And I felt a legal or business focus allowed me to, to do that. So were there other careers that you were thinking about at the same time? So during the course of my final year of university, I was applying to all manner of, of, of consulting jobs, be they business or management consulting or technical consulting jobs. Uh, but what I found with IP and more specifically um, the profession of, of, of a patent attorney is that um, you had a lot of responsibility early on um, and you had a strong ownership over your caseload. And, and it provided you with the opportunity to apply your individuality and your creativity to your work. Um, I think secondly, what I found to be the case with IP is that it had a stronger blend of business and technical focus um, that you didn't have in some of these other consulting jobs. Because while I didn't see myself in a more conventional engineering role, I didn't want to give up all the technical understanding and curiosity that I had. And so being able to use that technical understanding and curiosity uh, in a sort of commercial context was quite important for me. I feel like it's something that's quite unique to patent law as well, isn't it, Ismail, that you still get to use those technical skills at the same time as applying a commercial and legal perspective to them. Yeah, very much so. And I think while we are in a legal space and while we are attorneys, we're still very much scientists. And I think that's something mm. that's quite significant about the role. I guess you've been working in IP for a year and a half now. How have you found it? I've enjoyed it very much. I like that the work is intellectually stimulating. I find myself to always be learning, be it new technical things, new legal things. I think also it's been quite clear to see how my development has come on in such a short space of time. With each case that you do, you can see how your technical understanding comes on as well as your legal understanding. And that's quite fulfilling, quite rewarding on a personal level. I think it's fair to say it's a, it's a steep learning curve at the beginning, isn't it? But it's quite rewarding because of that. Very much so. You are thrown into the work, um, but there's a lot of support and supervision in those early years to help you find the ropes. Um, and so in that sense, it's quite rewarding. I think also, unlike other professions, it's quite clear to see that you're developing a very specialist expertise, uh, right. which is also something quite, I guess, attractive about the role. What skills that you developed at undergraduate level do you feel like you still use on a day-to-day basis? So I think a lot of the core skills that you develop while studying engineering, such as technical analysis, such as problem solving, such as critical thinking, are things that are quite essential to the role. With each case, you have to analyse various sources of information. And from that, make an informed and strategic decision about how to proceed. So I think that process very much aligns with how you approach much of your engineering work. Because you're there to analyse inputs, analyse systems, uh, and make decisions about how to proceed and navigate problems. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's very much answering legal questions a lot of the time with the work that you're doing. But it's always based on technical subject matter. So you've really got to get into the nitty gritty of how all those different things are working and analyse them against each other, which is a lot like what you're doing when you're engineering. Yeah, no, very much so. I think the, the success of your legal argument is very much dependent on the depth of your technical analysis. And that's something I really have come to appreciate with the role. Yeah, it's very true. Is there anything that you were expecting to have brought from your undergraduate degree that you've not brought in the end? 
I wouldn't say there's necessarily something that I've not used that I thought I might, but I think one thing that it's important to do is, is, is be honest with yourself about the extent of technical involvement you'd be happy with in a career. Like many people entering the profession, there's a realization that we don't want to be working in labs or in conventional engineering roles. But at the same time, while the role does involve a great deal of technical analysis, I think really it's a case of being honest with yourself about how much technical involvement you'd be happy with. As you progress, there are opportunities to be a bit more hands-on with clients, um, see the technology as it's being developed. But for the most part, you're reading specifications, notes from the inventors, and the work involves a lot of reading as opposed to hands-on learning. Yeah. I think that's certainly true. I mean, I've been in the job a fair bit longer than you, Ismail, and I still miss being at the lab bench actually building stuff. Having said that, it's it's just a different type of work, and it's one that I think we both really enjoy. Yeah. And I suppose that's the skills that you feel like you've brought over to you from undergraduate. What new skills have you been developing over the past year and a half? So I think more than anything else, my written communication skills have come on a long way. During university, you're required to conduct some level of technical writing and report writing. But what the job allows you to do is is venture into the space of persuasive writing. That requires you to think far more strategically and methodologically when you're approaching a case so that your argumentation is far more effective in making your point. I find that these skills about how you think and how you present your arguments translate well into other aspects of your work and life more generally. I think it's so true. You kind of, over that first couple of years as a trainee, you really develop that way to take the technical arguments and put that persuasive writing spin on top of it and it's really interesting to see that implemented by different senior people that you work with and um, get the chance to develop your own persuasive style as well yeah definitely and it's really fulfilling when your argument turns out to be successful you're right it really is fulfilling and it's it's great because you know that it really has an impact on the client and they're getting a great outcome for them as well So has there been anything that surprised you over the last year and a half? My experiences during the application process um, very much lived up to the work that I went on to do. Um, But I'd say I was positively surprised by the level of responsibility that you have during your junior years. Like I mentioned earlier, you have very strong ownership over the work that you do. And while you have partners and senior associates there to supervise you, ultimately, the work is is your own. and so that level of responsibility and trust from the firm and from the partners and senior associates uh, was quite surprising, but I guess in a good sense. That's good to hear. What advice would you give to undergraduates um, or recent graduates who are in the process of looking for a job themselves? You've clearly landed on something that's successful for you and works for you. Uh, what advice would you give to other people doing the same thing? I would say that it's important to do your research and be honest with yourself about what you want in a job. Now, we've touched on thinking about what skills you might continue to want to develop in a career. But at the same time, you've also got to think about how you like to work. And oftentimes, this is a part of applying to jobs that's often neglected. I think it's important to have a checklist of what else you desire in a working environment. For me, these things included having a lot of responsibility early on. As we've touched on, having a strong blend of technical and legal focus, but also the opportunity to get involved with a variety of work, and also have a good work-life balance. I think oftentimes this last point doesn't get enough thought, because part of enjoying your job is having a healthy relationship with your work. So my experiences of working in IP have very much lived up to my preferences for how I would like to work. I think you're right, Ismail. It's um, really important to think early on about what you want your work-life balance to be, 
as well as thinking about what you want your actual work to be like because it's no way to enjoy your job if you're not enjoying the balance between work and everything outside of it yeah definitely well Ismail, thanks so much for giving me your time today. Um, but before we wrap up, I just wanted to ask you one final question. I ask this question for all our guests on this podcast. Uh, what's your favourite part of your job as a patent attorney? For me, I'd say my favourite part of the job is that you're always learning. With each new case, you're tackling new subject matter or entering a new technical field. And so in that sense, the job really satisfies my intellectual curiosity and continues to stimulate me. That's great. Well, thanks, Ismail. That's really insightful stuff uh, about the job. And I'm glad to hear that you've enjoyed the last year and a half. And I hope that you carry on enjoying it as you continue to train as a patent attorney. So I guess that's it. And that leads me to just say thank you again, Ismail, for joining me. Um, And thank you for listening to Discover IP. Uh, We hope that you'll join us again soon for more insights into the career path of a patent attorney. Do subscribe to wherever you usually get your podcasts. And if you want to find out more about a career in IP or just want to get in touch, then you can contact us at recruitment at cartmills.com. Recruitment at Cartmills.